Yeah, that's better. What's up, my man? How you feeling, bro? Man, everything good. What's been going on with you? I, I hear you out at the gym. I, I went and got my workout in earlier. Okay, no, I'm I'm lacking. I'm just starting to get in the gym again. Uh, my body, my body and mind is getting used to that new job, uh, and I, I'm starting to feel good. So I'm I'm a, I'm a roll with the punches on this one. But um, man, you know I've been giving a lot of thought about this pick, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, like like always. Um, I'm gonna tell you where I stand with it in a little bit. I just want to hear where you at right now. Pretty much a week before it goes down. Uh, well, some I know some some news. Uh, you know, we getting closer, and you know the week that we about a week away. Cause what is it next Thursday, right? Yeah. So next next this after what we went today Hump Day Wednesday. Yeah. So after this next week Hump Day, we be we be pretty much getting ready for it. Right. Um. And so you know all kind of stuff is coming out about different players. Uh. This morning, I know a lot of people. You heard that. Uh, uh, what's my man's name? Um, Justin Fields uh, came out that he's got uh, he's got epilepsy. Um, really, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, yeah. So it came out that he's got epilepsy. Um, and I know the doctors were saying like, you know, it's it's pretty mild to the point where he can like grow out of it because he's still pretty young. I think he only like twenty two, but um, I don't know if that's a concern for teams because I think with epilepsy, it's like when they see a certain amount of colors or something like that, or they go to, I forget, I think it's, they go to sleep or. Nah, from, yeah, pretty much. It's a little, it's a lot more to go along with it. Has he always had that or what? That's the thing. I, I didn't do it. Uh, I didn't do enough, you know, digging to kind of even see, I just kind of looked at it and then I oh. hopped off. Uh, then some, no, some more news came out about uh another player was it i think it's smith what's the this is the Devontae? yeah this he the smaller one right yep yeah some more news came out about him so come to find out you know they had lift they had listed him as like 175 and right. this was going to be my biggest fear for him anyway because i know that a lot of times teams sports teams just in general if you close to it like if you close to being or anywhere near it, they'll go ahead and list you. Like if you five ten and a half, they might list you as six foot. You know, or if you you know, if you two two seventeen, they, they might list you as two two twenty, two twenty five. So my biggest fear for him was is his weight. Cause they listed him at one seventy five. So it's like, is his weight really real? Is this his real weight? And it turned out he's about uh, he was about 13 pounds lighter, so he I think he weighed in at like 166, mm. which is that's 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 little, bro. That's that's little, and he he weighed in at 166. Um, he didn't run, and he didn't lift any weights. So basically, mm. what that tells me is like when a, when a receiver. When a receiver is that small and he doesn't run or he don't lift no weights, I don't think people really worry too much about – I don't think people really worry too much about how strong he is um, or they or they really worried about uh, his speed or anything because you can see on film – you can see what he does on film. It's just 
the NFL is different. You know, the guys are faster, bigger, stronger. And so I know that's going to be – I think he could fall. Um, I, I definitely think he could fall in his draft. I know I had him up there. I honestly, without his weight or anything like that, I probably would have him up there as like the number one wide receiver. You understand? But with that weight, him not lifting, him not running, it seemed like he hiding something. So it's like he's he's already underweight. And then it's like uh, you didn't run, you didn't lift, so are you injured? So I, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to fall. Um. He, he might not even be he he might not even be one of the he might not even be in the top three wide receivers to get drafted if you you know just yeah. because teams is not he might fall all the way to the second round or third round maybe just because teams are not trying to waste that pick they like you know what we don't have time to take a guy who is rehabbing who trying to get up to weight. We 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 need some we need a hitter right now. So right. he he definitely gonna fall out of that top ten, I believe. Yeah, he sounds he sounds like somebody that'll go to a to a team that's already got a lot of depth. They just got you know maybe some first round picks. That's that, what I was thinking. Maybe I don't know what pick uh, the Ravens are, but maybe maybe the Ravens because I know they need a lot of uh, wide receiver help, and it seemed like. Nobody, it seemed like nobody ain't gonna go over there to play with you know Lamar on their own, which is I can't understand it. But maybe, maybe they because I, I do still believe he's gonna be good. I don't know if he'll be able to, he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to put on some weight, he's gonna have to put on some type of muscle, he's gonna have to get on some t- somebody's workout plan. I still do think he'll be a good uh, NFL wide receiver though. I just don't know if. He'll be able to live up to, you know, his college production, but he definitely gonna have to put on some weight and some muscle. So maybe one of those teams, like you said, maybe the Ravens will draft him. Ravens you know, they, would be Ravens would be a, 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 a incredible fit for him, right? Because he'll get to go somewhere and play with a quarterback that's known. Uh, he'll be, already be with a team that's kind of established. They're not really building. Those guys are. They're trying to find pieces to complement a championship caliber caliber team or so they feel. So that'll be good for them, but I, I don't see him going in the top 10, especially to one of those teams like uh, I, I don't think the the, 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 uh, the Miami Dolphins are not going to want to deal with that. You know, they already, they, they already rehabbing a quarterback, you know, trying to make sure he's straight. They don't want to have to do that for two first round picks in a row, you know. Um, cause otherwise they could just take an offensive tackle, you know, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I definitely think he'll fall regardless. Right. We, you know, we don't pick him or not. Um, I actually, man, I was thinking today, that's the reason why I really had to have the podcast, man. Um, it, it, it's a lot. Let me ask you a question. We, when we did the Stafford trade, right? Is there yeah. any any doubts that they wanted to do the Carolina Panther trade over the over the Rams, and why that wasn't executed? Because I'm just looking at I I I I've come to fall in love with this draft, and not only fall in love with the draft, just the top twelve picks, right? 
and I'm thinking to myself, like, like could have, like we could have really had the seven and eighth pick. Um, well, you know, I already kind of know what you're getting at. You kind of asking, uh, was it ever, was it ever a, a, a thing where they like, oh, you know what, we might as well take this deal, or that's what you're asking. Like, was they, was there ever I, I, a time I, when? I got a feeling that they wanted the Carolina trade. And this is where I'm going to knock uh, Brad Holmes. Now, if it ever comes out, which it probably won't, because, you know, these guys don't, don't be telling. That's like Bob Quinn telling, hey, yeah, yeah, uh, they wouldn't let me trade Stafford, or, you know what I mean, bringing another quarterback. Right, but, right, um, right. But I, I got some belief that they really wanted to send him to Carolina, but something came about to us. It's like, yo, please send me to L.A. If y'all could do me anything, send me to L.A., please. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? I think that it was on I think that everything was on the table. And honestly, like me, like me speaking just from my heart, not even having no ill will against Brad Holmes or no ill will against Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff or none of those guys. I, I, I honestly think that this regime that's in here now, which is Brad Holmes and them, I honestly think they was just trying to figure out and get the best deal for them. Which is why it kind of took a little minute because I remember it happened quick. Like, so you 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 saying that Rams trade w- was a better deal than the than the Carolina tra- deal? Because I I I don't think it's even close. Yeah, I, I definitely think that the the Rams deal just because of the simple fact that you get two first round picks. You get. I, I, I understand the two first round picks, but if you get a if you seven and eight in this draft. Like, that's like, like. Let me ask you a question. Let's just let's just put everything to the side. Let's 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 just say that never transpired, right? But let's just say you just had you did have the seven eight picks of this draft. What are you doing? If you if you Brad Holmes, you had the seven and eight pick. What are you doing? Um, well, first, so that, that's the thing, and it's I like the I like, I'm glad you brought this up because I was wanting to think about this too. So if I had the seventh and eighth picks, that means I don't have Jared Goff. So that would mean I would either need to sit there at seven and hope that one of the quarterbacks that I like falls, or I would need to be able to trade and go up to you know to to get to grab one. Um, I don't necessarily know if I would, because this is the thing, we wasn't. It was teams that tried to trade up to number two to get a quarterback, but as we know, the Jets kind of they want to draft a quarterback, so that wasn't going to happen. Um, and I think I forgot what the 49ers had to give up in order to get to where they are. So most likely we probably would have had to give up. We would have probably had to give up both of those picks, maybe to even try to move up, even though I still think. One I think is you, more. Well, I think the Jets, I think the Jets easily would have gave that number two up uh, for seven and eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I seven and eight. That's two two top ten picks back to back. So it ain't no it ain't no stress. It ain't no. You already know if it's two guys on your board, you already know you can get them. Um, it's definitely hard to turn down, but I think it's it would depend on when we got them because I heard also that uh, the Jets would have traded the second round pick, but they weren't sure about. They weren't sure if they were going to draft the quarterback yet, and I think when I think uh, uh, Zach Wilson he had like a surgery this off season, 
And I think they was kind of waiting to see how that was going to turn out before they, like, decided they wanted to draft him. And I guess once they got comfortable with it, they decided, like, yeah, we're going to take this kid. Um, But honestly, I still do think that a quarterback will fall to seven, whether that's Trey Lance, whether it's Mac Jones. I mean, yeah, whether it's Mac Jones, (laughs) whether it's Justin Fields. If you go with that, then you still – and like I said, you got the seven, eight. What are you doing with seven, eight? Let's just let's just say Trey Lance fell to seven. He was the one that fell to seven, and you still got the eighth pick. So you're basically saying you would have picked Trey Lance at seven, and then what would oh, you have yeah. done with it? If, if it's me you? and I got the seventh and eighth pick, and Trey Lance fall to seven, I'm picking Trey Lance at seven. That's my quarterback. And if Sewell is there, which I think he still will be, a lot of people don't think that. I'm picking Sewell. Um, I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong or right, but I'm picking Sewell. That would be mine. I'm picking. I'm gonna solidify. I'm gonna pick a quarterback. This is my dude. This is my man. And then I'm picking. Um, I'm gonna solidify my offensive line. So with that pick with Sewell, your offense is basically solidified. All you got to do now is find wide receivers, which are all through this draft. Like that's right. That's why I, I don't understand why people are. And, you know, man, I, I was watching, you know, some Detroit Lions YouTubers. Um, you know, like always, I try to look at all the Detroit Lions. And, and man, I just – I honestly, I cut it off, bro. It, it just – I know I don't know it all. You know, we don't know it all. We don't know every single thing. But it's just like sometimes it's like common sense. You know, you, you kind of mix common sense together with your football sense, and that's how you kind of get your football common sense. And it's like – People really don't have it, and um, I can understand if the Lions were to take a, a wide receiver with the seventh pick or in the first round, but honestly, I just don't see it. I mean, I wouldn't do it personally. With all the value, like, wide receiver, it's going to be good wide receivers all the way through the draft. Like, every round is going to be a good wide receiver. So, I mean, me personally, I, I, I just wouldn't, you know what I mean? I wouldn't do it. Now we're getting the reports. Um, oh, let me ask you, because uh, you, you said you feel like the Carolina deal was a better uh, – was an overall better deal. I, I think so, just because I'm, I'm so in love with the draft. The top, the top 12 picks I'm, I'm really uh, in love with. And then on top of that, I do like some of the outside picks, like going up to 15, 16, 17, depending who – who drops a little bit? It could be right. It right, could be a right. it could be a real fire first round. Um, and I'm looking at next year's draft. Um, obviously, we like we said next year's draft. We know there's no quarterback. Um, I, and, and you know, people telling me. I mean, you know, what's crazy is, and I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and say it out. He probably don't listen anyway. But I had got on. Uh, I had who was that live? I had went on. I had went on uh, Motor City Sports Talk live. I was just, you know, listening in, chiming in to what they were saying. And in the comments, I was saying, you know, we need to take a quarterback if one is there because next year's quarterbacks, honestly, right now, at this very moment, I don't know what can happen over the course of, you know, the next couple months when the season starts. But right now, they just don't look – they don't look too good. You know, he was like, oh, nah, you don't really know what you're talking about. You don't know football. But I'm like – Who, Motor City? Yeah, yeah, but I'm like – it's, it, it's, 
Who do you the the, the, uh, my, the dude, my man, the man? He usually don't. He he came that type of direction. That's not that's not polite. No, no. It, and what was crazy? It was like I had to tell them like everybody is everybody, every analyst, everybody football minded that you can think about. Even me, like when I went and looked at those dudes next year in the quarterback class, I'm hoping and praying that they do develop into something better because honestly, they just don't look good, man. They, they just don't. don't look good at all. They don't, but like you said, you said it correctly. Like anything can happen during the season, like don't get it twisted. Right, Somebody, right. There's, there's always quarterbacks that look better than what they really are, obviously. Right. Because I, <laughs> I, I honestly believe, like, the crazy thing is, I know Zach Wilson is going number two, but I honestly think that's a little bit high. I honestly think he's not as good as people believe him to be. I'm with you. I'm with you 120%. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, all the stuff that Justin Fields is going through, Man, I wouldn't like I said. I'm not opposed to him coming to the Lions at seven, but here's the thing with that: I gotta, I like Anthony Lynn. We're gonna put a lot on your on your shoulders, brother, because everything that you made Tyrod Taylor to be and uh, Justin Herbert, yo, we we need you to do times ten with this brother because we're talking about a franchise that desperately needs a quarter franchise quarterback, bro. So. Yo, you got to, you know what I mean? Make sure this kid is witty. That's what yeah, I'm saying. And, and, and also, uh, because honestly, when you, I just don't understand. I mean, you know, I, I'm looking at these guys. I'm looking at Trey Lance. And I'm like, this kid is, I mean, Trey Lance is built. He's, the dude, he's like 220. You know, like, I think they were saying, I was watching, uh, and disputed, and it was like, you know, Trey Lance is, I think Trevor Lawrence is, I think Trevor Lawrence is like 216, something like that. Trey Lance is like two, he like 220, 6'4". Yeah, he so built, like, he built like, solid. This, this dude is, this dude is, he, he, he's really, he up, he on the level, man. And it's like, he got an arm. He's got accuracy. He can run with the football. It's like, I don't know, like, I don't know why people are. Because what's crazy is, Motor City said that, he said that Trey Lance was going to be a bust in the league. Who, Motor City? Yeah, it's like, how do you get that? How do you look at him and his tape from what he's shown you and say, oh, this kid, that he's gonna be a bust. Like, I but just, then, I but then, it. but then he's saying he got faith in the next year's QB draft. Right. That's what I don't get. All right. Yeah, that don't make no sense. But I, you know, yeah, that don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I just but, didn't get it, man. I think I seen him a couple times. Like, kind of, I never seen him this Trey Lance, but I seen him kind of come sideways out of. Like me personally. He seemed like he kind of sidling away from um, QBs in his draft, which a lot of Lion fans is doing. Like, a lot of Lion right. fans is like, right. they don't want to, like, yo, we got golf, and let's just build up. Like, I, as you know, I like golf. 
I don't have no problem with golf, but I still want a quarterback. I need yeah, a quarterback. That, that's me either. I don't have a, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that I, I, I wanted to, like, yeah, I want y'all to go get golf so I can watch it for two years. I didn't necessarily want them to go and get golf, but uh, I mean, now that he's here, I mean, he's here. So he's definitely going to play. And I mean, I'm going to root for the team all the same, but I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to put, I, I'm not going to put my all into golf. Like, you know, if y'all can find somebody who y'all think can lead the franchise and can be, can grow into that, that top dude, then by all means, you know, you draft them. And I'm honestly trying to get my mind wrapped around the possibility that they could take a lot of guys in this draft with this first-round pick that I don't really like. Like, the rumor is coming out, the main rumor is coming out that we are uh, that we are attracted to Michael Parsons. And um, the way I feel about that, I definitely, I definitely like him as a player. I'm not going to say he's my favorite draft choice. Uh, I definitely would, if they picked him in the first round, I definitely would want them to try to trade back or trade back and get him on a trade back. But, I mean, that's that's the rumor right now. You know, he actually, uh, he actually said something to one of the Detroit Lions offensive players about being with him in camp. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Nah, what did he say? Oh, uh, do you 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 uh, uh, you remember Jason? I think his name is Jason Cabinda. He's a uh, fullback for us. Yeah, what do you, he he knows like what? Are, where is he from? Is he from um from Penn State? I forget, I don't know where Jason Cabinda comes from, but I know you know they was just you know talking on on Twitter and they was like you know he was like yeah bro I see you um. They was they was talking about doing drills or something, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, I see you when, you know, when we get in camp, you know, basically like alluding to like, hey, I'm gonna be with the Lions. I see I think, you when we get in see, camp. See, a lot of these kids, they get caught up in the talk with the with these franchises, like, and these franchises is victim of that. Even the NBA, I don't like how they do these kids. Cause they they t- they make it seem like, yo, we like you, we want you, which is cool." Nothing wrong with saying that, but you know, in, in this in this league, anything goes on. Because I think right. uh, I think Atlanta was telling Pitts that for a minute, like, "Hey, we're gonna take you, be on the lookout." Woo-woo-woo. But I think that changed after two weeks because I, I I think Pitts kind of realized, like, "Damn, it's open season. I could go anywhere." But it was like for a whole week. I think Pitts, I think Atlanta was giving him that that heads up, like, "Yo, if you're there, we're gonna take you." And then I think something came about. I think after the trade, I think it was a trade that happened, and I think word got around. It was like, yeah, they might not be rocking with you no more. You feel me? So, yeah, I, I heard from it from Atlanta. I heard they really, really like Pitts, but I also heard that um, the new GM, right, uh, he was kind of wanting to, like, maybe take a quarterback if one is there. I'm assuming that the quarterback they're thinking about or talking about, I'm assuming that uh, – it's, it's Justin Fields, um, but I know they did. Uh, they do really like Pitts, right? Right. I don't know where they go. It's gonna be. I'm telling you, I'm having my popcorn ready, man. I'm, I really think we should do the pop, man. I, I have some people coming to town, but I, I tell you, I think we should do 
the video joint at the at the at the bar, man. It's gonna be live. I'm a, I'm really looking forward to these to that weekend. Um, but I keep you posted on that. Uh, what else, what else I was gonna tell you? Now on the Micah Parsons thing, this is what I really want to say about Micah Parsons. I open him with open arms, bro. I would, but they gotta use him the way he gotta be used. Right. Like that's it, that's it, my only thing. And if he's willing, if he's willing to come to Detroit and put and sacrifice and put his his body on the line, because he literally gotta be a human wrecking ball. Like that's what we need and you to crash. He's gonna, the he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to learn. He's gonna have to learn a few things as well. It ain't just like, you know, come in and you're gonna have to learn a few things too. But if they drafted him, yeah, for sure. You know, I I'll be behind just like when they drafted him, I was I was um I of course I didn't like the pick, but I got behind Okuda like, okay, you know what? Right, let's, right. Let's see what you can do. And I mean, and once he showed me like, you know, hey, I, I really can't do what they thought that I could do. I was kind of just like, you know, I mean, well, look, I told y'all, but right, right. That's that that that's first and foremost like that. But then again, now we got a we got a different defensive personnel in there. We got different uh, coaches. I think they're gonna know how to use Akuda a lot better. Um, here's the thing with with Parsons again. As much I'm cool with Parsons. I would prefer for them to trade back and get my man. I can't pronounce his name, but get my man from Notre Dame. Oh get yeah, my, yeah. I, I already know who you're talking. I like that kid. I like that kid from Notre Dame. Um, I would love that. And 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 honest, I've been hearing the last. I've been hearing that teams have been calling. Like I think it's gonna be more trades because I've been hearing teams calling up. But I think teams are telling teams, like, listen, if this dude is here, if he's there when y'all get on the clock, we'll trade up with you. We'll give you – I think teams is already kind of lining up, like, okay, look, this is what we want. If he's there when you pick, we'll give you this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. Because I heard that the Panthers might trade back, uh, which that would be good for them to trade back because they already traded for Sam Darnold. So they got their quarterback. They don't need to – you know, be there to get a quarterback in the top ten. I they would seem like back. they seem like a team that would be try to get Micah Parsons. To me, I'm like they. That's what I. That's what I was thinking too. They they would be a team that I would say, and it would, to me that would be a good pick for them. Um, but you know, um, I think who was uh, I think some somebody said that uh, some teams were calling up to Miami to see if they wouldn't mind trading a pick. Um, and we already know Miami. We already know Miami got. They got picks for days. I think they might be like one of the only teams that got like more picks than us coming up. But Miami got picks for days. Um, so I definitely think it's gonna be some trade partners if we want to trade back. And um, you know, just like you said, it's gonna be exciting to see. Uh, I'm yeah. definitely excited. I, I just want to see how it unfolds. I think I think it's a lot of stories that still hasn't been told. I see, I, like you say, it's a, I think it's a lot of trade backs, trade ups. Yeah, and it's it's more because guys is falling. Right. You know what I'm saying? More more dudes is falling. Right. Know? And and like we said, we said this when before the season ended. It always happened like this: guys fall a week before, 
couple days before the draft, a week before the draft, guys fall all the time. That's what happened with that dude Sweat. He they said he had some type of sickness that he never even had, and he failed all the way in the draft for it, and he he basically performed like a first round pick. Right. And I and I'm looking at the Lions like like to evaluate next year's draft, which I'm pretty sure these guys would do. Like I don't know how detailed they stay ahead of drafts like the following year, right? But I'm pretty sure they have some kind of analytics where they like, well, this next year's draft is gonna be strong in this position, weak here, this, that, and the third, right? Right, but, right, right. But all in all, I'm really fond of this draft. And I'm like, yo, if, if Brad Holmes, bro, like, like, you got two first rounds next year, two first rounds the year after. Like, don't be afraid to give up one of them picks. Even if it's the Lions pick, if you got to use the Lions first round pick next year to use for leverage to move up, like, bro, use it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not uh... – because, I mean, it's one thing, right? I mean, of course, you know, as a football, you build through the draft. So, of course, you want to be able to have, you know, a lot of picks. But you also got to understand, look, I might have three six-round picks, but how much how much is a six-round player really going to get me? I might have to use that to trade. So it's, it's one thing about having picks. It's good that we have picks, but we need – we need great players. Like, that's, and, I, and, and that's my thing. That's my thing with Brad Holmes. Because if I'm – the way I'm looking at it, we got two first rounds next year. We got two first rounds next – the following year, right? I'm looking at the Lions picks, which is probably going to be better than the Rams pick if you had to put the house on it, right? So what I'm doing if I'm Brad Holmes, I'm putting them up on the market because I'm like – all I need is one pick. All I need is one first round pick anyway. And if I'm good, if I if at least we got the Rams one, right? If we got the Rams yeah. and we traded the Lions. So I'm looking at the I'm and this is this is straight up. If I'm Brad Holmes, whoever called me about the Lions picks for the, uh, the first round pick for next year and the year after that, whether it's this upcoming draft or it's just a or it's just a trade in general. Or, or or if it's like one of the uh, Odell Beckham trade a couple years ago that the Browns did. If it's for something like that, bro, let that Lions first-round pick the next two years go. go, Get it out of here. Bring in some stars, bro. Yeah, and I, I definitely think this team needed – like, this team needs stars. Like, it's – you know, we it's been too long. We've done that whole, okay, yeah, you know uh, – in too long, we done that whole like, uh, okay, well, let's get this guy, let's let's get this 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 base player. He's a good all around guy. Now this team needs some stardom. Like this team, like if if they expecting golf to go out there and just they golf just showing you he can't really do it unless he have a certain type of people around him. So it's like, go ahead, get the stars. Like I I would trade for I would try to trade for Odell right now. I I'm it. telling you, bro. And, 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 not, and not just Odell. Odell, uh, it's a couple. It's a couple players that that's out there that's on 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 a block. You feel me? That we don't know about just as yet. That, that you know their names have come up right before training camp. But yo, get them in here. Like get them in here now. Cause I tell you, I tell you like this. 
them that coaching staff that y'all assembled, a lot of them were supposed to be head coaches this year. Or oh, they yeah, were supposed yeah, to take yeah. or a lot of them were supposed to take other jobs that was a little bit more predominant. Now, you got them on a short leash, because they'd probably be out of here in a year or two. So you might as well fix it up right now. You might as well make them trades. And if Brad Holmes right now, you gotta remember Brad Holmes' background, right? His background is what coming from a franchise where they don't even care about first round picks. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? They don't even care and about first round picks. That's what I was telling. That's what I was telling another guy. They they haven't used first round picks in like six, eight years. And they've been just I mean, they didn't been just fine. They haven't used any first round picks. But they but think they had the capital and they also knew see the thing the difference between LA and Detroit is they had capital and they also had LA behind them. Which players are like, yeah, F it. Like, I'm going to go. I want to I wanna go I'll to go L.A. To, I'll go, right, I'll go to L.A. because it's warm. In Detroit is the complete opposite. It's cold. It's snow. Right. You know, ain't no, ain't no winning. It's, 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 it's harder to go. I mean, that's human nature. It's harder to go somewhere that it, and they, they ain't winning. They, you know, like, I know when Michael Brockers got that call that he had been traded. I'm sure he probably took a big gulp because it's – Oh you man, know, he probably almost passed out. Snacks Harrison. I mean, I I felt like when he said like when I got traded to the Lions, I was really sad. I was like almost depressed. I feel him because you know what? Look, I'm going to this place. It's I know a few people there. It's cold there. You know the the coach. I mean, they ain't got no good coaching staff. I mean, everybody in the league knew that the Lions, when 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 operated by them dudes, wasn't nothing. So players was knowing that. That's why players wasn't wanting to come here. Definitely. And that's, Definitely. I said, I said it was crazy. Is you know people from Detroit. You know, I guess, I guess that's people from because I'm from Detroit too. And I remember saying this one time to Motor City, and I was like, uh, players really don't want to come and play for Detroit. And he's like, oh no, that's not true. Yeah, it's true. Like players have already come out publicly and said. I don't want to go to Detroit. Like, right? You you seen um, what's my we, man? We Gaunt seen Grunt. it. We we see it in um in basketball with the Knicks. Like it's New York City. Like New York and the Knicks franchise was so much in disarray. Exactly. Nobody wanted to go. And New nope. York is like the best place. Like I remember, um, I remember the first time Derek Derek Rose left, or when he got there, and then you know he left that next season. They was like, uh, he was like, man, I had a, I had a great time in New York. Like, New York is so low key. He was like, I can kind of walk around. Like, he was like, you know, in Chicago, it's almost like Chicago. He was like, but I can walk around on the street, you know, with a, you know, with a sweatshirt on and a hat on, and people not recognize me as much. You know what I'm saying? But in Chicago, it's like people know me right away. You know, so he, like, he was loving the city. He just, the team just wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Right, the organization. And that's the whole thing. Like, people don't get it twisted. Like, if Detroit was a well-functioning organization, like, people would want to come. People, like, more people would want to play there. And and it, it was getting that way, you know, when, when, when Jim Caldwell was there. It was. It was moving in that direction. It just it, – it, they kind of cut it short. It didn't work well, you know. i say this. When that, when that, when that came about um, – Martin, Martin Mayhew did a great job bringing in talent. Um, he drafted somewhat cool. He brought in key free agents. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, he, I, that's I, one I, thing. He he made some good trades. Right. He, he made some good trades too. Um, and which to me that's cool because I I liked it. You know, I was waiting on that kind of stuff to start happening. You know, but with 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 Quinn, but it just looked like it just wasn't going wasn't going to happen. Right. Right. I. I I, I just think with that era with Mayhew and them early, like early two, like the 2010 season, 11, 12, 13, I just think that the coaching staff and that, that transition from Jim Swartz to Caldwell, Caldwell was a good coach. Um, I think we might have needed something a little bit because let's be, let's keep it 100. As much as everybody loved Caldwell, I did have some problems with Caldwell. Oh, hell yeah, I had problems with him uh, every Sunday. Yeah, I had problems with him. I, I had problems with him every Sunday, man. I, I when they, that, that's why I'm saying when they fired him, I wasn't upset. <laughs> like when they fired him, I wasn't upset. But of course, that was because I was under the impression like, okay, they're gonna fire this dude and bring in somebody who really know what they're doing. They're gonna bring in somebody who really know how to, you know what I'm saying, how to um run an offense, you know. I was thinking more along that lines. I wasn't thinking about, well, they could bring in some dudes that's completely worse to just completely tear the team down. No way that I was I thought that until they got here. Right. Right. So I I just think right now, I really love the coaching staff. I just hope they could bring in the players to match the hype. You know? And it, 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 the crazy thing about it is, bro. It's still an open book. We don't know. Even though it's I read, still an a, open book. I read a couple of reviews. I think I sent it to you. Like a lot of like like low key analysts was like the Lions uh, off season so far has been a one. Like like the the picks that we got from um, Williams to the wide receivers permit. There's like low key. It's really been like like Detroit really been killing the off season so far. Now yeah, it, because of what we've been doing. I mean, for what we're doing right now. It didn't make no sense for us to go out there, spend big money on the biggest free – because it really wasn't like a huge free agent, like, class out there. So it didn't make no sense for us to go out there and spend big money, especially knowing that we kind of, like, kind of rebuilding, kind of not rebuilding. But, you know what I'm saying? We I think we did good for what we uh, – we did good for what we what we got going on. Right. And I, I liked it personally. Now he gotta he gotta find his way in this draft. See, the thing about this draft is you gotta find talent and then also gain assets as well. He and, do. That's that's why I'm saying if if you're not gonna take a quarterback, just move back, bro. I'm with you moving back. Just move back. But that's where I feel like. Look, see, this is where I feel like. Don't say that draft pick next year, bro. Like the one, like the way we position right now. If somebody, I don't know who who's tradable on our team, right? But if somebody wants somebody, I, I wouldn't know who right now off the top of my head. But shit, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Well, let's if somebody I, exactly. Wanted, let's if somebody let's wanted look at Okuda, bro. If somebody, I, wanted, get, I give him up. <laughs> I'll get right away. They, bro, I mean, they got to give me at least a sec. You got to give me at least a second round pick for him. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. Because like, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna fetch no first. But 
you got to give me at least a second, or you got to give me like a third and a fourth or something. But and I'm I'm uh, match you. I match you like this. I match a nigga like this. If you take Okuda and next year first round pick, you got to give us a player and you got to give us a first round pick. Give us a first, yeah. And I I know it don't it, it don't always work like that, but it's a lot of guys on this team that I'm willing to let go. Only thing is, the only guys on our team who people would actually want to trade for are guys who we need. Like, we need DeAndre Swift. <laughs> we need TJ Hawkinson. Um, and I mean, unless they're trying to take pits, we need TJ Hawkinson. Uh, all the dudes on the offensive line, uh, I would be fine giving up Taylor Decker because um, he can't really run block. But you can't have Rag now. You can't. The uh the left guard, uh, you you know um who else? If you want, if somebody wanted flowers, I mean they they might want him. It's, it's just his contract is so big, nobody would dare you know, take it. You know who's a good ass, a good piece that a lot of teams might think something of? Carry on Johnson. Carry on. Yeah, Johnson. maybe maybe carry on. He might be able to. Cause he, you he really we got him. In, we got him in the second round, like what, two, three years ago. Like, and it depending on which GM. Like, there might be a GM, some GMs that might have been covering him. Like, yo, y'all ain't really use him. I could use that kid. And he's he's a good pet. Like they say, he's like the best. I think he was rated like he was in the top something of the pass block. I mean, his right. pass protection as a is a you know as a. Uh, a running back is is amazing. So and he, and he's still hella young. He like what twenty three, like, like that's a good trade pick. Like I'll match him. I'll put him together with one of them first round picks next year, and I'll be like, yo, swap the first round and give us some. Get, we got to get assets in this draft, bro. We got to get a lot more second round and third round picks. But I don't want to do it on a strip of losing that number seven though. You see what I'm saying? That's what I was trying to get to you. I want to keep that number seven, but I want to still be able to get more picks in the second and third, meaning that we're going to have to trade some players and probably give up that first-round pick next year. You see what I'm saying? I I, I feel it, Um, and I'd be cool with that. Like I I said, um, even for this year, you know, I would be looking to – like I said, at, at number seven, if you're not going to take one of those uh, quarterbacks, if, if if one of them is even there, um, just go ahead and move back. Like, move back. Get you some extra. Nah, nah. Some... Don't even move back. Stay at seven and get the goddamn quarterback. Stop. Let's stop playing around and get the quarterback. This is the draft to get the QB. Let's just do it. It's going to be there. Like you said, if I had to put the house on it, Either uh, Fields is going to be there or Trey Lance is going to be there. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I, I do think so. I think one of them is going to be there regardless. Yeah, if one of them is there, just take them. Find other ways to get more assets, but keep that seven pick. And, and but let's just say, let's just say they go one, two, three, four, right? Um, and Lance and Lance and Fields is gone. All right, then you can move back on seven. Yeah, then for I'm sure, right with for that. sure. You know, or or I would even the only 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 three players I would be cool with them staying at seven four is if of course Trey Lance or Fields like if they say hey we're gonna take one of these guys to seven okay or Suwell if they say we're gonna stay here and take Suwell 
I, I would not be upset, not one bit, because like I said, you already know it is. I'm a trenches guy. Build through the trenches. It's not a sexy pick, but build through the trenches. Uh, whoever had a, usually whoever had the best offensive line in the game, and whoever had the best defensive line in the game will win the game. So I say, you know, take them. If they're not there, then you go ahead. You move back. You know, maybe you move back two times. And this is this is good for the Lions because you got to remember, we're going to be picking high every draft. Every draft, we're going to be picking at the top. Or, I mean, my, my bad, not every draft, but every round. We're going to be picking at the top. So teams are always going to be looking to call up to us like, hey, look, we want to get this guy real quick. Here, we'll give you two fourth rounders to come up there and our second round. To You know what I'm saying? That's going to be good for us. You know, it's going to be other rounds, second, third, fourth, fifth rounds that we can trade trade back in. Right. I agree. I agree 120. Like, I, there's so many ways to skin this cat. I just can't wait to see what Brad got. I just want to see how he handled it. Like, I could tell if he's being hella passive, and that's what I'm going to read from him. Like, if I if I see the draft the way the draft go, and if I see him just being passive and not being like super aggressive, then I'm gonna start questioning him. But right now, I just don't know because this is his first draft. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I definitely understand what you're saying, and it's I, it, it, you know it's 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 a lot to think about. Like, if he if he run around and get if he run around and get waddle. Or he get chasing them, I'm gonna be like, you know, everybody gonna be happy. All Lion fans gonna be like, oh, we got a star wide receiver and all that. But then to me, that's just like, that's just like complying to a need that could have been sacked that, that didn't need to be addressed right now. You know what I mean? And you handling yeah. it all wrong. I, and I do, like I said, I do like, uh, I do think we definitely need to get wide receivers. Like I'm not saying like, hey. We don't need any wide receivers. We need wide receivers. Like, you can't really have a good team unless, you know, you, you get some good wide receivers. But the thing is, this draft is so deep with wide receivers. Too, it's like you don't need to take the, you know what I'm saying, you don't need to take one in the first round. And you have to think about it a lot of times, too. Most times the best receiver out of the, the class usually come from like the second round. Kenny Galladay was the best wide receiver in his class and he came in the third round. So not all of the dudes who go in the first round as a wide receiver or a linebacker or anything end up being the best. You that's that's you have to take guys with purpose. Like if you take a guy just expecting him to be something, usually he ain't gonna be it. Right. Right, and, I, and and no knock on those wide receivers. If we did get one, like you said, just like with a cooler, like I'm gonna be, I'm be, I'm be rooting I, for him. I'll be but, behind them, but it wouldn't to me. It it wouldn't show a genius move. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at it like, ooh, this guy's brilliant. I'll just be like, you just making safe bets. You making safe moves, bro. You know what I mean? Anybody exactly. can make a safe move. Like you gotta make a pick. You feel me? You gotta pick somebody, but impress me by maneuvering around in the draft and getting quality picks and and more assets. You know what I mean? 
So that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm looking at other teams. I'm looking at Miami, how they move, maneuvering and you right. know making moves happen. I'm like, you know what? Where you at? What you going to do? You know? Right. Miami. Miami uh, is doing what New England was doing many years ago. You see, what I'm saying it's daytime because they got the talent. You feel me? Like they they actually are now taking advantage of them having sorry ass picks for so many years. Now they got talent, and now they still maneuvering around to getting more assets. More, more capital. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Like, yep. they learn from New England. Like, now we got to start doing the same thing. We got, look, we had the number three pick last year. Now we got the number seven. Like, come on now. Like, come on. This we is, sh- and, right. and truthfully, we should have had more assets in this draft. But, you know, when we when you working with, when you got people running the business that don't need to be running it, you kind of, you'll be a little off. Well, that's always been the name of the game out here with us. But hopefully, like I said, I got trust in Brad Holmes. But we, we I'll tell you this, bro. Draft is over Saturday afternoon, right? That's when it's officially over. I think, yeah, Saturday, because I think they do day, you know, day two, which consists, I think, of second and third round picks. Right. And then and Saturday, then day yeah. three is like, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, and so on and so forth. I'll tell you by the end of Saturday, where they at like that's gonna be the pod for for everybody like that's gonna y'all for all our viewers and listeners like saturday afternoon when we get when we do that pod you gonna know where it's really at like that's gonna be that's gonna be it that's gonna be the pod for your ass so that's that's get ready for that one because i can tell you real that's what i'm at Huh? Same same thing I'm saying. Like, of course, after the first day, you know, everybody's going to be excited, you know, the first-round picks. But honestly, when, when you look at it as a whole, you'd be like, oh, this is like, when I, I need to look at rounds one through seven. What do we do from rounds one through seven? What do we add? Right. Undrafted free agent dudes. Ooh, who, you know what I'm saying? That, that, I was just about to say that. I'm glad you brought that up. I, it ain't over the, it, to me, the best part. Of the draft, the last couple of years for me is who you get after the draft is over. Mm-hmm. You see, what I'm saying mm-hmm. them, that undrafted, uh, the undrafted uh, selections. Those are the key selections. That show me where you at as a GM because you basically plotting on players that could play and you giving them a chance. And I want to see, like, I ain't gonna call. We ain't gonna do the pod until we see the undrafted free agents because I'm adding them in there too. They get assessed just like everybody else, bro. You know yeah, saying? no, I feel it. I'm already, I'm already feeling you. Like, and that's, that's what I like as a GM. Like, I, I won't, I won't hesitate. I remember when Bob Quinn, Bob Quinn was a pretty good guy at going and finding um, undrafted free agents that really could play and had promise. They just never ended up making. Like, remember it was they like last year, they went and got that kid. He was an offensive lineman, I think. And he was real good. He just didn't get drafted. And I think it was like, I think they said it was like 13 teams that was after him. And Bob Quinn went and got him and signed him first. He didn't end up getting, he didn't end up playing with us. I think he actually just left and he went to Washington. But I I, I thought he was a talented kid. I will say that. Right. And I also like the tight end that he picked up. Uh from Washington. Yeah, yeah, the tight end. Um, right. He was his his yeah his hands was real good. He just I don't think he was a blocker. Right. And, which uh, is which he they, and they all work in progress. 
like I said, he was a young kid. I think he came out at 20 anyway, that, that kid. And like I said, in two to three, and it might not even be with us, as you know, with the Lions. might be with another franchise, which, but I just know that if you teach him how to block, he got exactly. all the other things. You, He'd be dope. Right. That's, that's, and that's what, that's what happens when, that's what I mean when I say you drafting a dude for purpose or you picking a guy up for purpose. Like you can't just pick a player and say, okay, I'm putting you here. This would, you got to teach these, a lot of these dudes, you got to teach them. You got to teach them what's going on. Right. Right. I'm telling you, bro, uh, Saturday, that's Saturday. We're going to do a pod every night. We're going to do one on Thursday night, Friday night, but Saturday going to be the ones. Saturday going to be the ones like, ooh, gloves come off and, you know, right, we get to grade it overall and go in on it, bro. Like, And I expect, like I said, I expect big things and I also expect um, a trade uh, right before a training camp, um, a big trade. So uh, depends on how he want to skin this cat. I'm here for it. Same. I, I expect I, my my expectations. Uh, my expectations are are high. Like I know a lot of Lions fans. When I don't have high expectations. I do. I have high expectations because when you don't have high expectations and you you got people and they they feel like they don't have to do their best, they usually don't. So I got high expectations. You know, I'm I'm hoping and wishing for the best. Right. Right. And. Uh, I expect one of those trades. Who was the guy that got traded last year? The big trade, the Jets in um, Seattle. Was it Jamal Adams? That trade. Was it Jamal? Yeah, I think it was Jamal Adams, the safety. You know, I know he wanted to get out of New York and Seattle. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he was ready to get out of there. He, he in a better spot. Now he, he in a better spot. Right, but that was like the big highlight trade. But I expect something like that with the Lions too. I expect the Lions to be real involved in getting a player that wants to get out of their out, out of their current situation and throwing some draft picks and, and getting a, a high caliber player. Uh, I like Jamal Adams. I didn't. I felt like uh, on Seattle he had to do more than what he was supposed to because there really wasn't a lot of uh, big time defensive players over there. And if I'm Detroit, um, I would love to have a guy like Odell Beckham on this team. I just don't know. How much, with golf not being that guy that's ready to shoot downfield all the time, it's like because well, that's one, that's one thing about Odell. He wants the ball. Like he he's one of them guys. He wants you to give him the ball, and he probably just he probably end up wanting to stay with Baker Mayfield, which I can understand. I got you. Ooh. He 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 probably he probably uh, he probably will cause problems, uh, just because um, he probably will cause problems just because um, this is look this is a rebuilding team. He he might not want to be in this kind of situation. He's one of them guys who I definitely think would maybe cause some problems. Right. Right. So who do you go with then? Man, honestly, I I wait till this trial is up with my man uh <laughs> with my man um Wilson or Watson and uh I trade for I trade for Watson. Hmm. We we might need to we might need to hold on to them we might need to hold on to them picks. 
uh, them next year's picks because that that's the dude who's gonna be on them. I'm with you. I, like I said, it's gotta be a trade, bro. It's gotta be a trade for the trade. It's gotta be a blockbuster trade. You gotta yeah. do that. If you got you got what's my man over there? Um, the uh the other GM that we got, he was an ex GM. Po. Oh, uh, uh, you talking about uh uh Dorsey? Dorsey, you got him over there. See these guys like that. You got players like that in the building. They know the importance of making a blockbuster trade to a mm-hmm. franchise that that needs a shot in the arm. Sometimes yeah, you, gotta, you need a little jolt in the arm. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Dorsey is like I understand you know I trust Brad Holmes but I hope that they let Dorsey kind of uh, you know, I'm 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 hoping that they kind of quarterback this thing too you know what I'm saying like you know hey look I would I would go with this guy these are some guys I had lined up I I, I take a look at this guy I hope they kind of let him put his his input in I really hope so I I think. Dorsey probably kicking himself because of Zach Wilson. He probably thought he like, man, I wanted Zach to fall in the lines. He, he probably, probably had did. some hope, but then you know, if, if in my opinion, I think Zach, I think he would do well to sit a year. But I mean, of course, the Jets gonna take him and gonna play right away. So I don't think that's gonna be good for him. But you know, that's just that's that's how they doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Ah man, but we out here, man. I, you know, we probably gonna pod tomorrow. I'm over here watching these games. Uh, yeah, Knicks. Knicks, Knicks tearing it up right now. <laughs> what score? I can't even watch that one. Oh, I haven't. I haven't looked at the score. I just know from uh, they. I had just looked at y'all record and. Oh, okay. Uh, I know y'all beat uh, who did y'all beat somebody about a last night or two nights ago. Last night we beat uh, the Hornets and we got Atlanta on we got Atlanta on deck tonight. Um, I might actually run over to the bar to catch it because I ain't got no I don't do cable at the house. So yeah, the the the, the Knicks is. Remember I told you I gotta send, I'm gonna have to send you over that site again. That you can um kind of watch some stuff, but yeah uh yeah yeah the Knicks is they 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 on their way. They coming up? Yeah, I, I I like what they doing. I just think it's kind of like it's funny because they remind me of the Lions too. Because uh, before the season started, like everybody giving Tom Thibodeau a lot of credit, but um, it's to me it's the other coaches. Um, we we the Knicks put a lot of time into getting some real dope assistant coaches that people don't know about and they don't get a lot of credit. They and, had to, look they and that was. That was the perk that whoever I don't know who running the Knicks right now, but that was the smart thing to do. Right. I don't know if you really realize, but we got Kenny Payne, who was uh uh Calipari's uh right hand man in Kentucky for like the last twelve years. Actually, when you do the research, they was like he was the one that was schooling them up. They was like, uh Calipari was just the X and O's dude, but uh this dude was the one that like really got the best uh, out of so. He was the one who got the best out of the. If he run in there, it's fine. I get him. Go ahead, bro. Oh no, I was just saying. Uh, Kenny Payne, assistant coach for the Knicks. He was the guy. He the guy. I feel like is uh, getting the best out of these players. Now, and no knock on this, but you know you got to start looking around and being like, you getting players that's playing out of their mind that, you know, been in the league for some time. But I, I, I think it's Kenny Payne 
that's doing no, a lot no, of work. No. It, it, it is, bro, because this is the this is what I said, like from and you know I've I've watched I've kind of grown comfortable with with I know this is offline topic, but I've grown comfortable knowing who Tibbs is as a coach, just because I've watched him for so many years. I watched him uh, all through Derrick Rose years and Jimmy Butler because I like those guys. So just paying attention to him, even when he was with the. Uh, who was that? The, not the Wolverines, but the 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 werewolves or the Timberwolves. My bad. Uh, just watching him from there, I kind of know his style. And I said, even when they fired him, even when they before they fired him from Chicago, I was saying, you know what? He will be a good head coach, but they really need to uh, they need to bring in some great assistant coaches. Like he need a great assistant coach who has a great understanding of uh, offense because the offense is the thing. He's a great defensive guy. He's a great head coach. He knows where everybody's supposed to be. He understands the game, but for whatever reason, he just doesn't understand offense very well. And he also doesn't understand breaks and rest. He doesn't understand what rest can do for guys. Like, he don't get – I don't think he understands it. I think he's still he, – he's stuck in this, like, 1995, 1996 kind of Michael Jordan era where dudes was just, like, playing every game every night. You know what I'm saying? But it's – the league ain't like that no more. You know what I'm saying? And guys can't play 40, 45 minutes a game and, you know, not get injured or not have long injuries – um, and I, I know from Nick's Twitter, I see a lot of guys, and, and I understand Rose. He, I understand him wanting to be come off the bench because he's just like, you know, I can be free. But I know a lot of the Knicks fans was, like, begging for, like, Rose to start. But I think he likes coming off the bench because it's like, he like, you know what, I can be free. When I'm out here, all I got to do is just play. I ain't got to worry about for so many years, like, you know, we're playing with, I remember when he was low, he had to make sure, like, okay, look, I got to make sure Melo get his 30 points a game. Uh, we got Chris Stapps, so I got to make sure he get his points. And then after that, I can kind of divvy up and go get my points. Right. Right. And, and I, 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 I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm not a big Thibs fan. At all, I see through it, and I think it's, a lot of success has to deal with the assistant coaches, and had not really nothing to do with this. Um, yeah. Now, don't get it twisted, Dibs. One thing I do give Dibs is he's a defensive-minded guy. Yeah, right. And he has implemented, obviously, because we are the number one defensive team. But it don't get it twisted. Uh, there was a guy we hired that we got from. Minnesota, and they, he was with Chicago and Boston, and he's like a real defensive guru dude, right? I forget his name, but he's on the coaching staff, too. I'm, I'm very serious. If you really do your research on the Knicks coaching staff, like, it's, 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 it's a star-studded affair. No, you know I believe I mean? you. I, because that's, that's the only way, honestly, like, that's the only way I would ever hire Tom is, is if I – hired a great, like, assistant coaching staff to back him up. That's the only way I would ever hire because it, it ends up being the same. Like, you sh- you shortly seen, like, w- even when he got with the Timberwolves, they had a slow 
they had a slow rise, right? Everybody kind of got better a little bit, and then they all got they all start sucking. Like everything just went down the drain, and it happens everywhere he goes. So he's a good guy to bring in to your team right now, like where the Knicks are at. He's a good guy to let be there for a couple years and really build that team. And then, like maybe in two or three years, y'all will be looking for a different, excuse me, a, a different coach to come in and um, to come in and uh, take the team to the next level. Kind of how you know what happened with the Warriors. I agree a hundred percent. I would say, I would say, I was thinking about that. That's like one of my biggest fears, right? Um, is having Thib stay there longer than he needs to. But I'm like, I could tell it's a short stop with that dude. You know what I mean? It should be a short stop. And if it's and if it's longer than what it should be, it could it could it could tarnish us for a long time. You feel me? Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think he's gonna be there long. He could. The only thing that could get him lucky, if he he can get lucky, everything. All right, have a good night. Uh, what could get him lucky is if the GM turns around and gets him some some studs. Now, right. or if, or the players, or the players be like. He, the players might be like, you know what, don't don't move him, you know, like the 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 front office could be like, all right, well, I'm about to move his ass, and the players could be like, well, look, if you move him, I'm leaving too. That could be a thing, right? I got I got a feeling the Knicks run it, come into next season with uh with John with uh Bradley Bill. And uh, Lonzo Ball, I'm almost I'm almost hey, I, I almost guarantee that coming in. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be against it. I think New York would be a good place for Ball. You know I like Lonzo. Uh, I think you could see. I think you could even see a situation where Big Boy might want to go there. Um, dang, uh, Zion. Like oh I, Zion Zion there Zion yeah, I heard, that's, that's uh, in like four years though right he 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 got a minute before he get there you know I think he gonna go ahead and play his little time out there that's that's the thing you know these guys they they these these guys these kids it's a different age they don't want to wait who wants to wait for see see but see what you just did to Zion that's what I was doing to, to uh, Justin Fields. You see what I'm saying? When I said if we drafted him, the same thing. I just think, and there's nothing wrong oh, with you, that. You, oh, you you, feel like he would stay there, but then when his contract, when it came time for him to, like, renew his contract, he'd be like, I That's know. what I was saying with Justin Fields. I feel like a place like Detroit, when it comes to every if – we, if, if we as a franchise don't turn around and, and turn into, a, like, a, a, a playoff contender team, he's just going to be like, well, it ain't me, it's Detroit. So when my when this contract when this rookie deal's over, I'm out. You see what I'm saying? No, no, I no, I, I feel that because I do. I feel like if if they say if they draft him this year, right, that would be that mean they would have control over him for six years. I mean five years. Uh uh seven if you add in the um the what's it called? Uh the 
the franchise tag. But if they if they drafted him and by the, his third year we still wasn't looking like nothing, I would leave too, because that means y'all not trying hard enough. You know what right. I'm saying? It don't take. We've seen it. We've seen the Browns. It don't take that long to build a, a a team that can go into the playoffs and compete. It don't take that long. So either y'all don't know what y'all are doing, or y'all not doing it right. Yeah, y'all, that's why. Y'all taking that's why. Time. That's why I feel like Dorsey plays a big role in this, and I hope they. I hope I they give him. Guy, huh? I think a guy like Golf will be content just like being there. Just like, okay, yeah, y'all ain't going to get me nothing, but y'all paying me. You know what I'm saying? And what's crazy is, you know, what happened about Lawrence? He said, he said football is not even the end all be all for him. He was like, uh, what did he say? He was like, yeah, I mean, if I lose, I just lose. Who, but Trevor Lawrence? Gonna, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, he, he was he like, yeah, if I, he was like, if I lose, I just lose. He was like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the end all be all. Because he like knows, because he knows he he know he going to the Jaguars. He know he yeah. going to the Jaguars. He already <laughs> like, know. He like, I mean, he, he, whatever. His, Who cares? His, his people just telling him. His daddy and his mommy telling him. They're like, hey, hey, son, you going to a uh, you going to a bad franchise? Don't stress. Never won nothing without you before, and if you if you become miraculous and turn it around, so be it. But if not, then remember, you play for the Jaguars. Yeah, and they did this. I mean, he did the same thing in college. I think like they had lost the big college game, and they was like, "Hey, how do you feel about it or whatever?" And he was just like, "I mean, you know, I tried my best. I did what I could do, and um, you know, effort. You know, I did." You know, I gave them what I had. You know, I gave it everything I had. We lost, and I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm good. You know, I'm really, I'm re- you know, he just that type of, he really not, he got all the tools. He really ain't even that competitive. Though. But, I to- but I told you that before. I said, I don't want, who's the guys I said I don't want? I don't want Justin Fields, and I don't want Trevor Lawrence. I like yeah, Trevor, Zach. definitely. I like Trevor, Zach. Trevor. Huh? I I yeah no you definitely said Trevor but I didn't you know I didn't know he had I didn't know he had come out and said all that and I mean it's it's cool because he's still very talented but it, when you a quarterback it's like I want you to to believe that football is <laughs> I want you to think football is everything. Here's the here's the biggest thing with sports right and when it comes to kids coming out of college. You want to get the most talented guy, right? That's natural. But it's more than talent. You got to find that kid that got something deep in him that says, yo, I'm willing because 9 out of 10, if you were, if you were ultra-talented kid, you're you going to be a top-five pick, right? And 9 out of 10, you going to a top-five pick team, that means they garbage, right? So you got to find that special element within them that's going to say not only are you talented, but you got something in you that's going to take this shitty-ass franchise and make them good. And that shit is a hard gym to find because everybody going off of talent. But when that talent is just regular talent in the NFL and you missing that X factor, which is, yo, this dude know how to grit. He know how to grind. He going to do whatever he can. You want, like they say, uh, like Brett Favre and them and them other dudes, them kids was dirty kids playing in Mississippi and South Carolina when they was kids. They was the last ones to go home every day. You feel me? 
They wouldn't go. Those were the kids that wouldn't go home until they won the game. You see what I'm saying? No, I I say I'm feeling you. Uh, I, I am, you know. Uh, and I hate to always use. He's just such a good. You can always use him for anything you pretty much want. Tom Brady. You know his his dad was like, you know, hey, listen, you know, Tom Brady. He was like, if you want him to not play, you're gonna have to carry like you're gonna have to escort him off the field like if you don't want him there like you're gonna have to bring him off of the field right he ain't just going to uh he's not gonna just leave the field on his own you have to you're gonna have to bring him on some real shit though not just because i thought because i felt like matthew stafford because people could say that about him but i felt like stafford the way he did it it was just kind of like well I don't know the way he did it just seemed fraudulent in a way. Yeah, when when staff when Stafford kind of had that thing going, it was more so like let me just do this because I want people to I want to prove to people that it ain't me. Not not so much that I want to win because I felt like if Stafford really wanted to win, he would have done more for his game. Uh, I thought he would have done more to his for his game. Like I remember he didn't want to do the. He didn't want to uh, – what was it? He didn't want to have a, a quarterback coach. And it was like, you think you're too good for a quarterback coach? He, he didn't want to have a, a quarter. you know, he didn't want to train in the offseason. And it was like, really? You, you ain't that good, though, bro. You ain't never won a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like Stafford kind of got a little arrogant because I remember him and, him and uh, Jim Caldwell was like, he needed like. This ain't you need it, bro. Like you, you, we losing games, dog. Yeah, you, you not the guy. But yeah, we, we know, losing games. I ain't gonna get too much in the Stafford because that's gonna that's gonna get me uptight. But um, yeah, yeah, Stafford. I'm gonna wait. I, I, I do, I do hope we get our franchise quarterback next week, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Same, rather, and look, if, if that happens to be, we trade back. And we get Kellen Mond at like fifteen or something, and we get extra second round pick for it. I, I'm cool with that too. Yeah, I'm. It's so I really like ways. Kellen. I, I really like Kellen Mond. Me too. His he, he got a strong. Kids got a strong. Huh? I, I think just, he threw the most passing yards. I just don't out know of all of the guys. I just don't know where you get him at. That's the thing about Kellen Mond. I don't know where. I don't know if he's a first, late first round, second, third. I just don't yeah. know where his value is at. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell with mine because you got some people already. You got some people that's putting them like, you got some people that's like, oh yeah, he's. You got people that's putting him over Trey Lance, and you got people that's putting him over Will's uh, Fields too. So, it's it's. I mean, you don't know. You because don't look, know. I could I could definitely see. Because this the if I'm New England, I'm not moving up. To take, I'm not moving up to take a quarterback because a good quarterback is going to be there for them. Because honestly, when you think about it, Matt Jones really—I I know people don't like Matt Jones, but Matt Jones really is everything you want. Like literally, he—he—he's everything you want. No, he's not a speed burner. He's not a speed demon, but he's actually more athletic than a lot of quarterbacks. He can move a little bit better than most quarterbacks, and. He's uh, he's the, the guy is super smart. Let me ask you a question. 
if yeah, the Lions up? if the Lions selected Mac Jones at seven, I won't have a I won't have a problem. Mm. I would I would have a I go buy his jersey. I put his I, I have his jersey waiting, bro. They 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 draft Mac Jones. They I go on the, the NFL website that night and put his jersey. I get a I buy a custom jersey and put his name on the back of it. Double zeros. Mm. That's 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 how much his mechanic. The kid, he's he's. I watched. Um, I ain't even tell you the other day. I had went and watched. Uh, I watched a video and they was talking about how he processed orders. Like, uh, what's the the head coach of uh, Alabama? Uh, uh, buddy, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, damn. Now you made me catch it. I know he. What is his name? Hey, uh, you know, everybody know. His, everybody know his name. You know the uh, head coach of Alabama football. But he damn. was just talking. Yeah, no, he was just talking about how how the kid process is so easy. Like he was like, sometimes we can change. He allows us to be able to change plays automatically just because he can process it. He can take it in. And remember, they that's that's a big thing because. Stafford even had a problem processing plays because that's the reason why he couldn't run it. You can't run a, a offense like a, a you can't run a Drew Brees offense with Matthew Stafford because that offense it's a lot to process. You have to be a really smart quarterback to be able to process that type of offense. You know what I mean? And the kid is smart. He just dead accurate. I would take him. I tell yeah, you, I told you remind me. I, I watched the tape, and I'm looking. He doesn't obviously the physical traits and yeah, he ain't he not a flashing. He look, he ain't getting ready to go out there and run down the field, and you know what I'm saying. He's not getting ready to do all that. But if you want a guy to put the ball anywhere, if you want a guy who can throw it deep, you want a dude who can be accurate. This is your. I mean, honestly. If the 49ers take him, it won't be a bad. I know a lot of people keep saying, oh, it's going to be so bad if they take him. It really won't be. I you know you, you know who would be a, who, uh, the perfect coach for him? Who? Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Yeah, Sean McVay. If Sean McVay had Mac Jones, damn, that's nasty. That would be good. You know, but it, it, this the thing. Mac Jones, out of all these quarterbacks, he going to win regardless. He gonna win in this league regardless because he that smart and he that talented. He gonna win it regardless. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if we if we got him at seven. I'll be ready. I'll be like, let's nah, go. Hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. I would not 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 one bit. What? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Lions fans will revolt. Oh, they'll go crazy. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset not one bit, man. To be honest with you, definitely not. I like the kid. I like Kelly Mond. Uh, I, I really just think that this – I like that I, – I think that this is the year, rather other people feel like it or not, I think this is the year that you take your quarterback. You gonna, you can have the dude locked up for six, seven years if you want. I like the you kid know. from Stanford. Oh, you sent me that you, – you sent me him. Uh, and I heard some – I heard some stuff about him. Somebody said – somebody else wrote an article, one of the Detroit Lions – uh, Pod guys wrote an article on him 
and said, uh, don't be surprised, like, if the Lions – Maybe try to target him in the later rounds or something like that. He, hey, I, I watched tape on him, man. He's 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 similar to Mac Jones. Obviously, Mac played in the better conference, right? right. A little bit kid, more talent, right? But the kid made some dope reads, man. He's real real smart kid too. Like he he could pick up defenses. I I peeped that in his tape, and that's he, what you want. That's the thing. That's what you want. They said that Mac Jones. They said Mac Jones was – it wasn't – he was just so good at being able to pick up what the defense was putting out to where they could do anything. He They allowed – they said his talent allowed them to be able to do whatever. And you want to do it like that because, look, Stafford had the monster arm, but he had deficiencies. Golf right. got deficiencies. Golf can't read – look. Goff can't read defense. He can't read defenses like slaves can't read a children's book. <laughs> he can't he, you know what I'm saying? So he's got I think when Sean McVay, Sean McVay, I think, because you gotta we gotta remember, Goff had a terrible year his first year before McVay was there. And then they said, Well, look, it can't be Goff. It's gotta be the coach, remember? And they fired the coach, which was probably a good idea. Because look where they got him. They fired the coach. But then I think McVay realized, like, okay, he got a problem reading defenses. Okay, I'm going to fix that. I'm gonna, this is how I'm going to do this. I'm going to set it up like this. I'm going to make it easier for you. But I, I think he was I think he was still wanting Goff to take a, another step. You know, Goff wasn't really – he was just getting comfortable, I think. Like I ain't, you know, you we seen it on film. You can watch film with golf, and he just be like, oh, "I'm gonna pass this bitch off to Gurley. I ain't got to do nothing." He was happy to pass it off. Remember? Yeah. He, I'm passing it off to Gurley. I ain't got to do nothing. He wanted to pass it off. He didn't want to throw. He still don't. And I'm good he, with that. He doesn't want to, right? And I think, I think. That's where him and McVeigh kind of. I think McVeigh was like, "Well, look, bro, I've I've done everything I can for you. I've, you know, I've I, I put you in a better position than you was. I made you look better than you was. But I need you to step up, bro. I got you a contract. And right. I think they, he was just kind of like, "Look, it's gonna either be your job or mine. And I got a family, a wife, and a kid, and it ain't gonna be mine." So <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> and he made the right he made the right move. I really he feel did. like he made the right move. But here's the thing: when you got Stafford coming in, you better make sure you know what you're doing because Stafford can't read no defensive either. But I'm pretty sure he feel like a lot of uh, golf bad traits was his arm strength. Because it's bad enough if he feel like he, if he can't read defenses, and then on top of that, he don't have the arm strength on top of that to get the you know right, the, right. And then you this this is the thing with golf. He can't create. So like even that's one of the good things. One of the small uh, few good things about Stafford is because of his arm and him being able to make every throw. It's like a lot of times when it ain't nothing there, he can kind of. He can kind of make something. That's the same thing with Rodgers. Like, that's why Rodgers, to me, is much better than Stafford, just because he can use his legs a little bit more. 
and he's a little bit more cerebral. But Stafford, he can prolong them drives because of his arm. But Goff kind of was just like, I've seen it on tape, like watching tape on him, where the play might get blown up. The, you know what I'm saying? The play might get blown up. And then Goff just kind of be like, well, what do I do now? He don't know what to do. Like, he'd be just out there lost. Mm. Nah, definitely. Definitely. I'm, I, I, I've seen that in golf. There's a lot of things with golf I just don't like. Uh, and it, it, it has to de- deal with his not not so aggressive play. Like, I'm not with that. Like, But then again, like I said, I'm all for defense and running the ball. You know what I mean? So, hey, just filling that spot, filling that spot, hit the tight ends off, do some nice timing patterns with the wideouts. I mean, it, it's cool to have a running quarterback, but let's let's go down the list of for real, for real running cornerback. I mean, quarterbacks that have won the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, you got Wilson, um, which he wasn't he wasn't that he was he's much more of a runner now than he was then, but he did run, so you can count Wilson. Um and Mahomes. Uh he you know, Mahomes was a runner. Uh but other than that, in the last what, ten ten or so years, it ain't really been no running corner quarterbacks that Mahomes and in in uh in in and more so Mahomes because he can throw. He can throw much better than he can run. It just so happens that he can use his legs. But look at Lamar. Lamar can't even – they can't even make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. So, But that's why I kind of like Trey Lance because Trey – he Trey he, got the he got the whole package. He yep. got anything – Trey Lance, in this, in this, out of this quarterback draft, He's got everything you want to do. Anything you want to run with a quarterback, you can run it with Trey Lance. Like, you you can – Trey Lance will – he will be the reason that you win – somebody else said it too. Trey Lance will be the reason that you win games. And I think somebody said, like, you can win games with Mac Jones, but Trey Lance will be the reason that – you win a game. And I, I understood what he's saying, and I believe it. Because he, you know what I'm saying, I don't know how smart he is. I know they said he was real smart. But I'm, I'm talking about on the football field. Uh, I don't know how smart he is, but I would, I think he, the, he might be the best quarterback prospect in this draft. You ask me. me. I'm telling you, I'm with it. Just, I'm here just, for it. Just, just off the ability of him to be able to do anything, like, it doesn't matter. Like, he can go into any situation. You know, he can go with the – he can go into a situation with New England, you know, who, for a team that just don't really like to run the quarterback a lot. He could go into a situation with uh, wherever, you know, Washington, wherever. Nah, I'm I with love- it. I'd love to have him, honestly. Man, I'm telling you, I'm here for it. I'm, 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 I'm if we, if we run, if we run out with the boy Trey Lance, man. I'm, I'm going, Ooh. man. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we get Trey Lance, man. I will be excited. You know what I'm saying? I'll be really, really excited. He'd be the if 
I he'd be the number one guy I would take in this draft, honestly. Promise you. Man, I today, had, I... right now, if they wanted me, they say, Hey Austin, we can we can you can choose any guy in this draft you want for the Lions, it would be Trey Lance. I pick him over Justin Fields, I pick him over Trevor Lawrence, because I think he I think he a little bit more I think he gonna have a little bit more longevity than them dudes, or at least Trevor, because I don't know if Trevor gonna make it, man. <laughs> Trevor kind of he to me he kind of just like I mean you know what, bro? If I if I play maybe four or five years in the league, I'm good. That's how he when he made that comment. That's how he coming off to me. And that's what he means. And that's what he means because he know where he going. But then again, you that that mean. might be for the first couple years and. He might be like, oh, you know, we can make something happen. I'm out of here. I'm a, right, yep. He might be I'm out of here. He planted it. Like, I believe Zion, when he got drafted, as good as he was, I believe he knew where he was going before he got drafted. And he already been planning since then, like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm gone. You know, they can draft me if they want, but my contract up, I'm leaving. I mean, Two words, I'm gone. I'm gone. I mean, I do the same. I would do the same thing, and like just how you said, like with Justin Fields, like if he was to say, you know, if he came to Detroit and be like, you know, they drafted me, we still not a playoff caliber team. It's been five five years. I'll leave too. Yep, gotta go. Because you you don't want to you don't want to be Stafford. You don't want to waste your career, and they not trying for you. They not doing what you want them to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I, we you, know. If you want to win, you want to – I mean, you know, I want to be somewhere where <laughs> – I want to be somewhere where they winning it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers. What did he say? He used to tell Calvin. Aaron Rodgers. Calvin Johnson he said you should have came. He said after every game, he said you should have came over and played with me, dog. If you but want Calvin to win, took, came over well, here. you know what though? It's Calvin fought too. It's Calvin took that money. You know what I'm saying? He Calvin had a choice. He took that money. They gave, you know, because I believe he was leaving. But they was gonna franchise. But see, that's where the franchise they gotta get rid of that shit. <laughs> they gotta get excuse my language, they gotta get rid of the franchise. And it's I would I loved it because we can franchise them and we can we can get a guy to stay here, but it shouldn't have to be like that. It shouldn't have to be like, well, we got to trap this dude to stay here. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't. I, I would not like to be franchised. To, even though you get you get that bread now, but he wasn't. He was going. It's it's crazy, bro. He wouldn't have been able to go where he wanted to go anyway. Nah, I definitely feel what you're saying. Uh, damn. We on here for, for a minute. I'm gonna have to wrap this one up. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. We'll save a little bit of it for tomorrow. And yeah, we got to uh, get back we, on tomorrow. When, when yeah, you know, and, and you know, hopefully some more draft news will, will pop up. That's what I'm hoping. It's been kind of dry the last couple of days, but we'll see. It's been it's heating up though. Like I said, the the, the news came out today with Trevor. Uh, I mean, my bad with uh, Justin Fields. Of them saying, you know, he got the epilepsy, and you know, Devontae Smith. Uh, he got, you know, he got his weight, his weight problems, and so he gonna be falling. I can tell you that right now. That kid gonna fall, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get back on and we'll chop it up. All right, my man.
Appreciate right. you. I'll cut right, we, we do. Easy. We'll see you. You know it.